one EP per episode when I could just do one episode for all three, play two songs from each, and just make this really awesome episode. So that's exactly what we're going to do today, and I want to make sure I have enough time for everything, so we're going to get straight into it. All right, so we are going to be talking about three EPs. One is called Rose, one is called Anne, and one is called Teresa. If you can't already get from that, these are names, and these EPs are all named after Brian and Matt's grandparents. So to talk about, you know, my thoughts, personal info that I have, like, my my relationship with this band the front bottoms are my favorite band they have been for a while now and i think their music is just cathartic they have three they have these three ps um and especially Anne, the second one has grown on me a lot over time and one of them was actually released a month ago uh and that one is teresa and after that one released i knew i wanted to do this episode i knew that it was the perfect time the perfect amount of EPs to do this type of episode, and that's really why I'm so excited to be doing this for you guys today. Uh, recently, I've been kind of going between Anne and Teresa as being my favorites, but it's hard to choose. Um, just kind of like I, I'm like at at some points I was like Rose is my favorite, but Teresa came in and everything started. You know, it shook the boat. Um, I saw the front bottoms back in 2021. Got a tattoo for them. Uh, I saw them in May. Great time. And then I'm actually seeing them in a week from today. Uh, I won't have an episode next week, sadly, because of that. But not going to lie, seeing the front bottoms again completely, like, overdoes this sometimes. So, yeah. And that's, like, the Teresa tour, technically. But they don't play all the songs from Teresa. They usually play two and I switch it up every time. But, yeah. So, to talk about a little bit about each... um, EP and like what I think whatever so Rose is the first one I think this is like a classic this one's cohesive with itself and it's so original t- TFB and my favorite on this one is Jim Bogart but I actually already played that one in one of my like um episodes where I kind of like play a, a mix of songs I forget when I played it what episode it was but I played it last semester um but that is my favorite but I'm gonna skip it for today because I already have done it and a fun fact is that there's a song called 12 Feet Deep, which I'm actually not playing today, but I can play that one completely on the gu- guitar. I know it. I know it entirely. Then the second one comes along. That's Anne. Uh, I had a hard time falling in love with Anne for a while until post Teresa when I just like fell back into it. The last song on that album, which I will be playing today, is called Tie-Dye Dragon. And that's one of my favorites, favorite TFB songs of all time, like top five, honestly. I think it's amazing. And I think this is, like, the perfect fall EP and, like, the perfect fall sound that they have. Uh, The first two songs of this flow so well together, which makes it such a great listen if you listen to it, like, in its entirety. I think part of the reason I wasn't, like, ranking it as high was because I hadn't hadn't been listening to the EP as frequently as I could have. And I was listening to, like, singular songs in a playlist. And I was like, I don't know. But when you listen to it as a whole, it's very cohesive. It's done very well. I love it. Um, and yeah, just a very easy listen. And it's probably like one of the most like listenable EPs or like just projects from the front bottoms for someone who isn't used to this type of music. So don't be scared about that one. Um, and then there's Teresa newest release. It came out just over a month ago and it's arguably, arguably my favorite. Hello world and the more it hurts you are two songs on it. And they were the two unreleased tracks that I had always listened to. And they were my favorites. The new version of the More It Hurts You is actually not my favorite, and it's not really comparable to the original, in my opinion. And although I still listen to it and I enjoy it, I decided against playing it today. But that's also because I heard this song on it for the first time, which is called The Supply of Power. And I think that immediately became like a top three TFB song for me. I loved it immediately, and it's part of the reason why I fell so hard for Teresa. Um... I only listened to this for the entire week after it released, and I'm just so content with it, and I think it's so well done. But those are, you know, just talking about, like, what I think of it all. But when it comes to, like, what what are these Grandma EPs and, like, who is TFB? Because um, I didn't really explain that, but the front bottoms are a small folk punk, pop punk, pop punk rock, whatever. Band from North Jersey, very close to me, actually. Um, it's consists of Brian Sella as the main vocalist and guitarist, and then Matt 
Yulrich or something. I don't know how to say his last name. Um, and he does drums and that they've been around since about 2008, 2009. Um, they started in uh, originally signing to Bar None Records, which is in New Jersey, back when they released their first album or their first studio album. And then eventually they switched over to Fueled by Ramen, who, um, like, if you know anyone in Fueled by Ramen, I'm pretty sure 21 Pilots is also under Fueled by Ramen. Um, their grandma EPs are basically a collection of unreleased music of theirs. So pre-self-titled, which I played self-titled my first semester here, if you guys remember that. Um, so all these songs were made before they made their first studio album that was like public release. And um, they were from projects of theirs that were, you know, unreleased called like My Grandma versus Pneumonia, I Hate My Friends, et cetera, et cetera. They have a few projects from before their streaming days um and every few years it seems to be every four years they're releasing these short eps and they call them their grandma eps as they're all named after their grandparents so that's a really cool thing and it's really just nice of them to like release their unreleased stuff because it was kind of it kind of sucks listening to your favorite artists unreleased tracks on soundcloud sometimes or like youtube even but it's just such a blessing that they do this and i didn't even fully realize that these Grandma EPs were all unreleased stuff until Teresa came out because I wasn't a fan of TFB when their other grandma EPs came out. So when this one came out, I was like, oh my gosh, like I know some of these songs. Like the second song on Teresa, I heard in concert because they played an, un- they, every now and then they play an unreleased song at a concert. And I didn't know the song. And now I'm like, holy, sh- holy, sh- holy shoot. Oh my God. They like released it. Like this is stuff that I know. It's It's very cool in my opinion. So yeah. Um, and just to talk a little bit about each, um, like, EP really quickly and, like, the info behind those before I get into actually playing it. Rose was released on June 16, 2014. It runs at 18 minutes long, six songs long, and it beca- came out in between Talon of the Hawk and Back on Top. So between their second and third studio album. Rose is just, like, a great segue in between those two, I feel like. And like I said, it's a very classic album. And that was kind of, like, at the height of TFB. So, great release on their part. And then Anne came out May 18th, 2018. Like I said, four years later. This one is 21 minutes long, and it is seven songs long. Or maybe it's six. No, I think it's six songs long. My bad. Um, And it's right in between Going Gray, their fourth studio album, and In Sickness and In Flames, their fifth studio album. So great divide between everything. They've been doing these in-between albums, which I think is really nice. Um, and then finally, Teresa, which came out on September 2nd, 2022, four years later, uh, it's 18 minutes long and it's five songs. So, um, that one was a little bit shorter, but amazing. And this is post in sickness and in flames, which means hopefully more music might be coming soon. Um, in sickness and in flames came out in August of 2022. So who knows? We might be getting stuff kind of soon, but yeah. That's really all I have to say about the info, what I think, yada yada. I think the music kind of speaks for itself, and I think you guys will see kind of the differences in the, in the EPs as well as the similarities and, like, the crossover with this whole unreleased side of it. Um, and they're all, like, re-recorded, so keep that in mind. It's not just, like, a compilation of, like, their old stuff back when they were, like, 20 years old. Like, this stuff is, like, re-released. It's made under good quality, like released through a label you know it's 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 very well done and if you listen to their older stuff on soundcloud you do get that very raw like recorded on an iphone 4 type of energy and honestly i love it sometimes but this stuff is very easy to listen to it's very nice um with the exception of more than it hurts you which is arguably their best song like of all time but their unreleased version is like loads better so yeah um, but with that being said, I'm just going to get right into it, and we're going to start in chronological order and start with Rose. So, once again, Rose was the EP that came out first in 2014. I'm going to skip the first track, which is called Flying Model Rockets. Uh, the way that it starts off isn't my favorite. It's kind of slow, and then it gets into this more upbeat style, but it's not my favorite. Um, it's not the first I go to when I'm thinking of, like, my favorite songs off the album or off the EP. Um, but I am going to play track number two, which is called Lipstick Covered Magnet, and I'll talk about it afterwards, but I'm just excited to start playing for you guys. So, all right, track number two on Rose is called Lipstick Covered Magnet. I hope you guys enjoy. Whoa! 
you disagree to tell me that I'm wrong, but every bone is healed and every stitch is sewn. I've got some words to share, but she don't like my tone. I've got some words to share. She won't pick up her phone. She's got some medicine. She's choking on the pills. She shouldn't feel this way. A lack of social skills. She'll take her out tonight. She'll have an awesome time. The only thing that's lost is the only thing that's mine. And I'm gonna get on my knees. Would you kick me in the face, please? It'll make whatever I say sound like poetry. And as my guns begin to bleed, the words will fall like teeth. And whatever we have locked down is with your friends. Secrets they'll never keep. They're sitting on your bed. And all you want is sleep. Pretend that this is fake. It helps to kill the pain. Lipstick Covered Magnet. Great song. Great way to start off this episode. I'm so excited. So Lipstick Covered Magnet. This is actually, I didn't know this, but this title and this song is a metaphor to American Psycho's Christian Bale and how Courtney in the movie is a lipstick wearing magnet. So interesting. Um, The song follows with the same theme with like pain, detachment, emotionalist ideas that all came from the movie. But I think at the time it, I don't know when the movie was released, but I think from what I read, um, which this came from Genius, um, it was from the book American Psycho, so maybe pre-movie, I don't know when it came out, I've only seen it once, but I thought that was really interesting. This song is like a really, like, it's a strong kicker, like, the lyrics, the thing about the front bottoms is that their lyrics are so weird and, like, hard-hitting in such an odd way, like, I'm gonna get on my knees, would you kick me in the face, please? It'll make whatever you say sound like poetry. Like, who thinks of that? But this song rocks hard. I think it's awesome. Um, Great way to start off this EP, in my opinion. Track number three then becomes 12 Feet Deep, which is the one that I know on guitar. And that one is very acoustic, very simple. And the lyrics are like suck because they're sad. It's like, you are water 12 feet deep and I am boots made of concrete. Drowning metaphor, obviously. Um, but great song. It's, it's one of the fan favorites. Um, everyone who knows the front bottoms, like knows 12 feet deep. Um, and then after that comes Jim Bogart. I've played it. That's just such a great song. In my opinion, I think the, um, bridge in that song is like what makes it so good. It has a super orchestral and exciting ending in my opinion. Um, love Jim Bogart. Sad I can't play it, but I would, would never play it again. Um, cause I have rules with myself about stuff like that. So yeah. Um, and then after that is the track that I'm going to play and that will be track number five, which is called be nice to me. This is the most popular on the, um, EP and it's one of their most popular songs of all time. But I think this is one where I just, I have to show it. It's too good. It's so popular for a reason. Um, and there's a reason that everyone knows it. It's, it's amazing. So track number five on Rose once again, and this is the last song I'll play for this EP. It's called Be Nice to Me. I hope you guys enjoy. 
got boulders on my shoulders, collarbones begin to crack. There is very little left of me, and it's never coming back. There are certain things you ask of me, and there are certain things I lack. The beginning, we were winning, but now I'm just making up facts. What's it matter anymore? If you believe the lies I tell, there's no meaning to the words, but we still sing these songs well. If we all left it alone, sure it work itself out fine. We keep playing with the numbers. We are running out of time. We are running, we are running, but you're a killer. And I'm your best friend. Think it's unfair, your situation. You say I'm changing. Sorry, I didn't know I'd stay the same. Could we talk about this lady? Your voice is driving me. But the words, it all makes sense My hand tries to grip the pencil But the fingers are too tense And I tried to show emotion But my eyes won't seem to wet And I'd love to tell you stories But I can't remember how they went Your flashlight in a dark room For the loneliest blackout You were all that we had left After it all was filtered out Turn you on in a dark room Right before we both pass out Turn you on when I need you But the batteries ran out Enemies will be gone soon I think you're changing Don't worry, you don't gotta stay the same Could we talk about this lady? Your voice is driving me Driving me insane Driving me insane Driving me insane Driving me insane oh, it's Driving me insane Driving me insane Driving me insane Driving me insane That's a banger of a song right there. Holy, be nice to me. I have to point out the best part in the song. Um, You're a werewolf and I'm a full moon. That. Brian Stella kills that. Also, I love the part where it kind of slows down and it's, um, think it's unfair, your situation. And then it's a bum, 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 bum. You think I'm changed? That part is amazing. Wow. Um, be nice to me, though. It reflects on a previous self-destructive relationship that he had. You know, a toxic relationship, whatever. And this, I think, is one of his best lyrical performances ever. And that's what a lot of people say. Once again, this is quoted from Genius. They applaud him on that. Um, and it's just a sa- such a captivating song. And it's written so well. <coughs> Sorry. Um, just the way that he has this idea of this, like, previous relationship he had and how bad it was in the way that he's just like, can we talk about this later? Your your voice is driving me. It's driving me insane. Like, he is so unamused by his life when he's singing this song. It's so well done. But that's Rose. Um, there's one more song, and it's called Awkward Conversations. It's this really short, all-acoustic song where he's just like, it's just about, like, menthol cigarettes. Like, that's literally all I can give you without you guys listening to the song yourselves. Um, menthol cigarettes. That's all I'm giving you. But we are going to transition now from Rose into Anne. So, once again, Anne is the second EP that came out in 2018. And this is the one that is, like, really, like, on my radar these days. I'm really loving it. Um, and it starts out with a song that is called Today Is Not Real. Uh, Today Is Not Real is a great one. And it sets the tone for the EP so well and the way that it goes it's like in a half hour we'll be fine the next 29 minutes are gonna flow like concrete that's how it goes and the EP isn't 30 minutes but I think it's like it's obviously like an unreleased song being re-released but the way that it goes flows so well it's such an opener track and it's this very like hollowed out sound like it's like distant and I think they did really well with that um But although I love that track and I love the way that track one and track two work with each other, I'm going to skip track 
track one and go straight to track two, which I think is like this unbelievably done, well done song. And it's somehow the least played on the album or on the EP, but this song can do wonders. It's so good. It's so sad because I just remember what it was about, but just just listen, okay? This this is this is it. All right. Track number two on Anne is called Somebody Else. I hope you guys enjoy.
so that is somebody else. Um, that is a heartbreaking song, but I think it might be TFB, one of TFB's best songs. Um, I think it's one of uh, Brian's best vocal performances ever, and I think that song very much gives them like the right to say that they are rock because that is so much more rock than it is punk. Um, it's so much more like commercial the way that you can listen to that song, but. This song really is just a song about self-harm, which is why it's so sad. Um, you don't, like, I. whenever I listen to it, I never thought, like, two times in one night, two nights in a row. Like, it's referring to, like, trigger warning self-harm. Um, and it's, the song is just drawing a fine line between depression and happiness and trying to figure out if you can help someone or if they can help you. Just, like, not knowing where your place is in that situation. Um, and the front bottoms do a good deal of dealing with stuff like this. They, they write a lot of their songs about like sad, sad things like depression and like self-harm and stuff. But this is really like a deep hitter because it's so vulgar and so sad. Um, and it, there's like a line and it's like, sh like, show me all your scars. Ah, uh, yeah. But sad one but i have to say it's really one of my favorites I, I i adore this song it makes me so emotional but in the best way possible and i think all their music makes me really emotional so yeah but we're gonna move past that and we're gonna go into another really sad song and is a really sad ep when you think about it but we're gonna move on track number three is called i think your nose is bleeding great stuff honestly great stuff great song it's so interesting they have this really interesting like synthesizer in it but not my favorite. Um, still a great listen, though. All these songs, I think, are on and especially are, like, great. Like, I don't have any problems with them. Uh, Pale Beneath the Tan squeezes another very easy to listen to for someone who doesn't know folk punk, punk rock type stuff. I think it's a very commercial listen. Um, and that's, you know, a well-known one. Lonely Eyes as well. Lonely Eyes is one of their more popular songs that has this very easy commercial feel to it. Um... It's very sweet. Like, I think it's, it's their lyricism is very goofy in a good way. Um, really like Lonely Eyes, but I went through a phase where I listened to it too much. Like, when I first got into TFB and I don't listen to it the same as I do now. It flows great in the EP, though. I just don't listen to it on its own as much. But we are going to go straight into track six, which is the last track. And this is one of my favorites. I, I cannot say enough good things about Tie-Dye Dragon. It makes me so emotional in like a really terribly good way. Um, and I think it's one of the best, their best lyrical performances as well. I think it's one of their best songs. And it's one of my favorite TFB songs or just one of my favorite songs in general. So we are going to get straight into that, you know, get somebody else out of our head and get Tie-Dye Dragon into our head. So the last track on the Anne EP is called Tie-Dye Dragon, and I hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. 
that one was tie-dye dragon that broke my heart a little bit um that song is so intense one of my favorite tfb lyrics of all time is in the bridge it slows down i like i also like the part where he's like ah in the in the microphone at the beginning of the bridge um but he goes i guess i'm older now i guess i'm older now i guess i'm caught in between who i am and who i'm supposed to be if you didn't catch that lyric um that the first time i heard that i think i literally like fell into a deep depression i think that's like the most relatable lyric of all time too being caught in between who you are as a person and who you should be as a person who you are expected to be as a person uh it's put into words right there it's done very well um tie-dye dragon this band or the song was inspired by literally just seeing like tie-dye dragon art and they actually physically made a tie-dye dragon for their tour and then they just threw it out because it didn't end up working they thought it looked dumb which i think is kind of funny like they spent so much time working on this inspiration of a song and then they just like threw out the art that went along with it um but it's kind of like a song about like self-medication manifesting itself years later and like I said, it holds one of the best lyrics of all time and like one of the best bridges of all time, at least in their, their discography. Um, one's just very, very well done. I can't say enough. Um, An EP, it's a great, it's a great EP. I feel a very. Sorry, I'm trying to find this. How do you spell Teresa? Um, I I just you guys heard it all. I think Anne is a great one. I think it's the easiest to listen to. So if you liked either of those songs, like please go listen to the EP. Twenty mon- twenty one minutes of your life is not a long time. And you know, eighteen plus eighteen plus twenty one. Uh, I won't do the math in my head, but that's under an hour. So you should take the time to listen to all of these if you enjoy any of it. But we're gonna get t- into the third and final EP, which is called Teresa. Once again, it came out just over a month ago, um, and this is just, this is the reason why I did this episode, so, yeah. The first song on this is More Than It Hurts You. I already explained, I love the unreleased version so much that they didn't, that sadly, very sadly, they didn't do this one justice, in my opinion, in at least the same way. Um, the original version is so raw and uncut, and it's so, it's so well done, but this one feels a little bit poppy. Not poppy, but... It doesn't have the same rawness that I would have appreciated, um, like the original version. Um, but yeah, uh, track two is called the Bongo Song. Uh, that's a good one. I actually heard that one in concert in the last time I saw the Front Bottoms. Um, I didn't like think anything of it the first time. I was like, oh, this is a good one. This is unreleased. Great. Um, it's not my favorite on the EP, but I think it flows very well. It's literally like there's bongos in the background. It's do, 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 That's how it goes the entire time. It's great. But we are going to go straight in to track number three, which is arguably one of my favorite. I've said this for almost literally so many songs, but Hello World is track number three. And this is um, the unreleased song that like was the first unreleased song that I listened to. And I was like, oh, my God, this band. And it was just my favorite once it got released. Um, I think they did it justice. I think it's just as emotional as the unreleased version. Um, and I feel the same way about this release than I do with the um, the unreleased version. I just, oh my god, I hit so close. Cool I'm like physically tearing up, so I'm just going to play it. Um, track number three on the Teresa EP is called Hello World. Pay attention to this one because this one means more than anything to me. All right. Hello World, track number four, three.
I know, I know. I actually pulled up the lyrics for this one because I don't remember some of them off the top of my head. But in the uh, what is this? The second verse? No, third. I don't, I don't know. Um, I've been thinking about leaving, but my best options say to stay. I think I'll lay down in the street and let the cars drag me away. You know what I mean? I think you asked me when you're done telling me your story. But I am drunk and I have been ignoring every single word you say. And now you show me new tattoos and my fingers touch your skin. You say they all have so much meaning as colored ink is sinking in. Oh my god. Like who who let them? Who let them? Hello World is arguably the best thing they've ever written. It's such an emotional piece of crap. I, I'm, I'm so obsessed with this song. And the fact that it was re-released like, brought so much joy to me. Um they posted a song and they had like the strumming of the guitar and they were like teasing it. And I was like, no effing way they are releasing my favorite TFB song of all time right now. No effing way. I, I cannot. Um, but hello world. It's about uncertainty, doubt, and just this dire need for questions to come with answers. As you can hear in the chorus when they go used to go question and then question. Ugh. 
You should go question and then answer, but we were younger and it was easier. Shut up. It's about growing up and growing apart, and I just, it's just, it goes along with this, like, question and uncertainty theme that is present in multiple songs in this EP, actually, which makes it flow really well together. Um, More Than It Hurts You has this whole question idea, too. Um, That one is so sad. The chorus of that song is so sad. I didn't mention that, but oh my gosh. But we are going to go, just because we're getting close to the end of the episode, we're going to play the one that comes right after that, which is called The Supply of Power. I listened to this song for the first time when Teresa came out a few weeks ago, and this immediately was like, oh my god, this might be like one of my favorite TFB songs of all time. And some people think it sucks. I've heard that. Um, But I, like, cried. I literally cried when I heard this for the first time. Um, It was this immediate replay, this immediately, like, falling in love with this song. And I don't care if some people think it's stupid. It gave me the most nostalgic feel I've ever felt in my life. So, track number four and the last track I'm playing today is called The Supply of Power from the Teresa EP. I hope you guys love it. gentlemen the supply of power that one kind of makes me think about my childhood specifically third grade when i was in elementary school and the playground that i played at then and the pond that's right behind the playground that i played at um that's where it brings me to uh just i've been really enjoying like resetting lyrics on my show if you haven't realized but first of all the on the uh 
third, no, the second verse. Yeah, I know what he's saying couldn't have been that funny, but you seem to be laughing quite loud. So I will sit and think of reasons that you're thinking they're funny, but I will probably never figure it out. It's not even that that lyric's that, like, amazing, but it sounds so well. The way that he comes off of the, the, the chorus from before, yeah, I know what you're saying. You know, he. I'm so sorry I just screamed that into the mic. But he just, he does it so well. Um, I love you, Brian Sella. Please, please, I love you. Um, and then the part that really gets me is, you know, they're going la, 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 la. That part's the, like, corny part that I think people don't like. They're like, oh, my gosh, like, it's unreleased music. Do not say anything bad about them when they were, like, literally, once again, like, 18, 20 years old when they were writing this, okay? Um, but when they go, it starts in the second chorus or, like, the first real chorus, whatever. Um, and then the last, it, it's how it ends. But everyone's got their own invisible weight to pull. Whatever, it gets you home. And then in, like, you can't really hear it, but he says, I'll never get you home. Oh, my gosh. And then when they sing the last verse, he's... He's like, um, and then I thought I'd try to catch you with the friction off of both our, both our bodies, but I re- remembered you were way too smooth. That's just a great line. I have to say that, but it's the, it's the like toned out muted part of the chorus that comes after the la 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 part that really gets me. It makes me want to cry. Oh my God. Um, I'll just finish up really quickly and see you guys out, but the supply power, I really couldn't find any, like, analyses of the song. Um, it's generally, like, you know, it wasn't that popular of an unreleased song, and it's not that popular of a song now. It's the least played, or the second least played. Um, after that, I should finish. Um, no, track number five is The Winds. Um, I didn't know of it beforehand, but, God, that's that's also a really great one. Um, I think it ends the um, EP pretty well. It flows great, but... Hello World into the Supply of Power, like, destroyed me 10,000 times over. So, this is the nostalgic EP, by the way. Like, if there's anything that you need to know, like, this one's nostalgia. The other ones are just amazing. This one's just pure nostalgia. Um, But this, the Supply of Power is, like, genuinely, like, a top 10, top 5 TFB song for me. Like, I just, I, I've never had that vis- visceral reaction after hearing a song for the first time and just being like, oh my god, like, this is it like this is something I love um it just feels so good and nostalgic and it feels so right like it's just the song just feels so right when I listen to it um but that is like really all I got I am so happy I did this episode because like I've said a million times over today the front bottoms are a really important band to me not because of like like my origin with them not because I've been listening to them for like two and a half years now just because their music makes me feel so happy I know a lot of people don't like their music because it's like they're not great artists um but their lyrics like resonated with me so much like I could have started listening to them yesterday someone someone random could have showed me one of their songs and I think I still would have been like this really I feel this like, when I started resonating a lot with lyrics as I got older, like, this band came around at the perfect timing because there was... I tried to get into the front bottoms, like, earlier, and I just couldn't get into it. And then eventually I just, like, tried it again and I got it. Like, it, it took a lot of, like, understanding for me to get into them. But when I did, it was just like, wow, like, I really understand what this band is talking about. And now at this age, I'm just like... It's not even, like, the journey that I have with them as, like, a fan. It's just their lyrics, like, they mean so much to me. Um, and the Front Bottoms, I think, will always be, like, one of these bands for me. And even if they're not, they have this huge nostalgic factor in their music that means that, like, they'll always be a part of me. Um, even if I'm not listening to them the way that I do now. But these EPs, the Grandma EPs, they are all done really well. And, like I said, they're all really short, so if there was one set of songs that you prefer preferred more than the others because they all have their own style because they're made four years at apart each and but they all came from you know a pile of unreleased songs of theirs so if there were some like re-recordings that you liked be- better you know if you were like oh i really like this classic like hard punk talent of the hawk <laughs> type of stuff which I'll, I'll review talent of the hawk eventually but um this like really hard hitting stuff like you might like rose but if you like this more commercial and like calm down version that's a little bit sadder because that's the saddest of the eps in my opinion check out Anne. um 
And if you really like the nostalgic and like re-recorded feel of Teresa, go check it out. I think there's something good that you can find in each one of them. And hopefully you have 20 minutes to spare. Each of them are just about 20 minutes. Um, I think it's a good, it's a good take of your time. Um, but no, the front bottoms, they're always going to mean something to me. They really make great music. Um, and I know that I've actually put the front bottoms on quite a few people, which is such an exciting thing to say. Um, and I barely mentioned it, but I'm seeing them in a week from today for the third time, like I said, but I am praying that they either play Hello World, The More It Hurts You, or The Supply of Power. If I get even one of those, I'll be happy, but they've been playing a mix of two and then like a bunch of other songs. They're not doing like all five of the songs, so because they post their track list every night, so um, I'm just kind of hoping I get one of those three songs and I'll be satisfied. I've already heard the bongo song live. It was great, but we're hoping for one of those three, and I will probably follow them on tour until I hear all three, because these songs all mean a lot to me. But, um, yeah, I love the front bottoms. I love everything I heard, and I cannot wait to see them again in a week. Once again, I'm missing next week's episode, so if you're looking forward to hearing me, you won't. I have no idea what I'm going to do following that, but I will... I will be back, you know, um, and that'll be right before Halloween. So I'll probably do some Halloweeny type of album, something very fun and spooky. Um, but thank you guys for listening to me today. I don't want to blabble too too long, but the front bottoms forever. I'm glad I, that they were my first redo of an artist because they deserve that spot. Um, pure heroin still on the horizon, but not yet. We're all still recovering. So, yeah. I will see you guys in two weeks. I'm so sorry for not being here next week, but once again, I have to see the front bottom. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is WC Digital College Park. My name is Jordan, and this was Nervous Child Collection, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your evening and a great weekend. Good night.
One more time 